0: Good evening everyone and welcome to Hollywood Godfather Podcast. We have an exciting show tonight. Well, some it's exciting, some it's really hurting the <laughs> world. Well, mm-hmm. But we'll get into that. Why we're excited here, Uh, I just closed this past Saturday night at the Fallsview Casino in Niagara Falls. And what I have to share with you people, I was just telling our crew here, as I pulled up to the hotel, the 36-story billboard running the length of the side of the building. They had me on the building outside.
1: Well, that's almost as tall as you are in real life, <laughs> <laughs> right?
0: That was crazy. A, a life-size image of Gianni Russo. That was nuts, but it was so right. such a, a great night. And Pat, thank you for writing this book, because the show is all about that. All right. And, in fact, the You're static welcome. the static on for an hour before you come out were two, I think, S- ten feet by twenty foot. On the, uh, of the cover of the book, okay. so I come out, so they saw the book. The
2: book cover on the screens yeah, the before you make yeah. your entrance.
0: Yeah. So it's not just blank, mm-hmm. but it was really. I see, I see more sales coming in the near future. Mm, oh my you God! Think you think so? Oh yeah, definitely. But you know, to write the show and I wrote it from the book, and everybody that's listening, I'll be coming to all your areas. In fact, I'll give you a rundown of where I'm at. But uh, to go out and do this. With the material we had, we actually had to cut a lot of it because the casinos only want an hour and 15 minutes. Right. But, Pat, you would have been proud of it. 1,500 people. I'm I'm, I'm always proud of
1: anything you do, Johnny.
0: No. Thank you. But this was 1,500 people. And during the day, I was getting concerned. I called down to the casino. I said, you sure this uh, coronavirus is not going to affect us? He said, I've been in the casino business 36 years. Hmm. These people come out of a dying sickbed to gamble. <laughs> and he was right. The whole place was there. I mean, ah. what,
1: Which hotel was this?
0: This was Falls View Casino in Niagara Falls. Okay. It's owned by the um, Mohegan Sun people, who now have just expanded their hotel to eight hotels. So now I have 16 dates this year. I'm doing each hotel twice. Wow. But the company that, I mean, when I walked down the hall to my dressing room, is Jerry Seinfeld and, and even Don Rickles, who I started my career as an opening act for. Mm-hmm. And and then and now the new guy who I everybody, I love the kid, this Maniscalco kid. Now.
1: Oh, yeah, Sebastian Maniscalco.
0: Well, he's playing the same room I am, buddy, in two weeks.
1: He, I tell you, he is very, very good. Have you ever seen him, Megan?
0: I have, yeah. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah, he
1: very good. Yeah, he's very good.
0: I, I thought maybe him hosting, I forgot what music show, one show they had him host. He, oh, yeah, he, you know what? Yeah, I He got I a little that. off color with, um, with color people. Really? And uh, he thought it was funny, but nobody else did. Oh.
1: You know, he was in The Irishman, you
0: know, right? Well, of course, he played Crazy Joe Gallo. Right. Which was very good. Yeah. I mean, that he got the part.
2: Right, yeah. it was pretty surprising to see him in that
0: role. A dramatic. Uh,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Well, it's funny because, you know, in a comparison, of of during Casino,
2: mm-hmm.
0: he had Don Rickles right. playing a straight you know a Jewish mobster with with uh, Robert De Niro. Uh-huh. So I guess it's he he looks for that stuff. Right.
2: So
1: this uh, this uh, show was in in the main ballroom. Was it a lounge? Where was
0: it? No it, it, was in, it? No, no, it was in no, it was in the main showroom, the main showroom, fifteen hundred seats. Okay, yeah. but. So elegant. You, when you see the the photograph I and mean, the film on it, mm-hmm. the room was so well done. 1500s in burgundy, tough, really well-spaced you know, spaced seats. Mm-hmm. And my stage, I designed it myself. I didn't think they'd do it, and they did it. I did it all in ebony black. I got a black nine-foot ebony grand piano. They told me the piano, don't touch the piano, is $170,000. Oh my gosh. And then I put down a ten foot by eight foot burgundy uh, Oriental carpet with a black stool, my little table, and I did the show. <laughs> it was so crazy. That's Walk amazing. us through it.
1: Uh, well, I take it chronologically.
0: Well, the chronologically, it starts with my life with the pictures of me as a kid. Then going to Bellevue and Sinatra, and we cut to Sinatra when I'm talking about them like we did in the book. The day of my birthday, we actually cut to the New York Paramount mm-hmm. as he's getting out of the limo and going on stage with all the Bobby Soxers. So there's a lot of that. When I'm shampooing Marilyn Monroe's hair and she starts moaning and I'm fantasizing, I bring the audience with me to Some Like It Hot when she sang I Wanna Make Love To You in that little sheer dress. Right, So I remember that. the film clips and everything, everybody was raving oohs and ahs, I heard it. From, I mean, as soon as we did it, the first clip they saw of Sinatra. Hmm. They, they, nobody, who, who saw but Sinatra in 1949 at the Paramount? Yeah. And then even with the inauguration, the, the, the on the dais was Richard Nixon and um, Dwight D. Eisenhower, Lyndon B. Johnson, while JFK's getting sworn in. And they offered... Frank Costello a ticket because he was instrumental in getting him the, into office. Mm-hmm. So he gave it to me. So I had a great seat next to the family.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: And then we cut to the guy who was really instrumental and babysat him all those weekends when I was with him at the Copa at the Sants Hotel. It's the same thing. And that's what his campaign song, Sinatra, did High Hopes with special lyrics. So we cut to him singing it at the, De- at the Democratic convention. Yeah. Which was insane to yeah. see.
2: I don't think a lot of people had heard that before. From, the, from when I saw the show and hearing the reaction in the audience, it was like, wow.
0: Oh, like yeah, they had never right. heard. That's right. I forgot Megan recording. saw the, the, I have seen it. Seen, I seen saw the,
2: the opening performance. But yeah, that was a very surprising element. That was yeah. very cool.
0: And so, so how, right. many,
1: how many songs do you sing?
0: I only sing seven songs.
1: Only? <laughs>
0: <That's enough. laughs> well, no, I mean, I it, mean for it, 90
1: no, minutes, that's
0: that's that's a, a Pretty decent enough. amount. Se- seven seven yeah. songs, just so the audience and all of you know, it's always yeah. only between two and three minutes a song. Right. So it's yeah. 21 minutes of a 75, 80-minute show. So that's why I said that's all. It's basically oh, okay. storytelling, and it's laced through it.
2: With the songs incorporated.
0: Right. Like when the God do you take any
2: Do you take questions?
0: No, no. Okay. Nope. all right, no. Mm. But I did get a three and a half minute standing ovation, fifteen hundred people. I couldn't believe it. That's amazing. I couldn't believe it, man. It was. Well, I can believe the, it. Very impressive. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very thrilling as any performer.
2: Yeah.
0: hmm You know to get people up. Right. It's, um, but, fun and I got to thank Pat again. It was all very your material. You. I just brought it to life. hmm <laughs>
1: Anytime, pal.
0: It's
2: your life, too.
0: It's it's perfect, though. So now we are, as I mentioned, I called down to the casino because everybody in the world is affected by this coronavirus. And just before we went on the air, we got a bulletin. They closed down Italy entirely. The whole country now? The whole country is closed down. Any place where there's, uh, like Piazza Navona, places I know, no more. No tourists. Nobody can come. Yeah,
1: for the for the last couple of days, it was just uh, the northern quarter. Now they closed down the whole
0: country. The whole country. Wow. Crazy. Yep. And you know, it's interesting because a lot of people were talking about the soccer game on Saturday, because it, it was a programmed major sport event, and they did it with no no attendance. Yeah, they had no audience whatsoever. No audience. Yeah, they
1: just yeah they just played. Uh, I was going to say they just played with themselves, but that wouldn't sound right. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but the, the other thing about they're, they're seriously discussing now because how important the Olympics are they're going to do the same thing with the Olympics they're going to let the games go on with nobody attending
1: how are they going to make money oh, I guess television
0: well they sold the TV rights Yeah, yeah. but yeah. it's better than losing it all and not having these people mm-hmm. perform you
1: know part of the excitement is seeing the reaction of the crowds
0: right of course
1: you know I mean it's
0: adrenaline I,
1: I, yeah I mean that that's that spurs on the athletes. I mean it, that's going to be very odd.
2: Oh, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure. It,
0: mm-hmm. You
1: you might as well uh, listen to it on a radio. You know, I mean.
0: Yeah, well, maybe that's what they're going to be doing—being in big uh, screens in, in safe areas in small groups. When
1: well, you know, when are the Olympics?
0: I don't even know. The I don't know Summer either. Olympics always in the summer.
1: Well, by then, well, really, <laughs> not know that. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> by then. Uh, maybe this thing will be on the wane. I you
0: know? think so too. Maybe. Well, you know, and we we always talk about the flu season. There is a season for it, It's November yeah, to well, February. Yeah, well,
1: viruses March. Uh, uh, historically cannot live in warm, moist weather. That's why we don't get it. But you know, by the end of April, it's almost gone.
0: Right. Hopefully. Unless,
1: but they don't know uh, much about this strain of virus. But if if it's I don't know I can't see it uh being here for very long. You know, we've lost uh how many people w- worldwide compared to how many people we lose with the regular flu in the United States, it's 60,000 people. I mean, Already. nobody addresses that. I know. I mean, I,
0: well I, I think it I, became I think a political football against Trump.
1: That could be too. Yeah, right. I mean, uh, it's I, I mean, think they're blowing this way out of proportion. I mean, you you know you should always be careful wash your hands, don't uh, don't sneeze on people and all that, but They're taking this to extremes. Uh, Everything's closing down. There's a school in uh, New York State now that's uh, a a, a private school in Westchester County that's mm -hmm. closing down. They haven't had one case of the virus. They're closing down anyway. Just
2: today, Fordham University, I I still live in the area, so I know they are postponing any face-to-face meetings and classes. It's all online for the next, like, three weeks at least. uh, And a lot of other schools are following suit. Mm -hmm.
1: Yes. I was just thinking that today, if I'm going to be affected by that, because I teach, uh, you know, college locally. Right. Uh, and I tell you, I mean, I, I I walk into that classroom. There are no windows in these classrooms. Mm. Everybody's coughing, retching, sneezing. Ugh. I mean, uh, but that's the way it is every flu season. Exactly. You know, right. I, I, I'm very fortunate. I, I haven't had the flu, I can't remember, 30 years maybe. But still, uh, if, if, th- if they are so panic-stricken about this, I can see that happening everywhere. The first case of coronavirus uh, was... Discovered in Pennsylvania today.
0: Really? Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Well, it's, um, you know, this is only because they haven't tested
0: people. That's yet. right. Now they're <laughs> testing people. And it's going to be thousands. It, it's the same symptoms as the flu. So unless you get tested, then they're going to actually earmark it that it's a coronavirus. Right. But as I heard so many things, as we all did, it's, they're treating it. If you have it, stay home. And and quarantine yourself for four or five days. It's gonna go away, just like the flu.
1: Right. So, I just so comes an ambulance coming, right coming
0: for me. I was yeah, just right. <laughs> and you know what I was just about to read? How apropos. On my mother. On I, I write everything down. Mm-hmm. My mother when I was five years old on August fifth took me to a clinic, unbeknownst to my father because my father said, "Give him a couple of aspirin. He's probably got they a call cramp." Me in the morning, right? He's got a cramp. So, my mother snuck me on the 5th. On the 7th, at 7 o'clock in the morning, I hear people talking in my kitchen, in my house, because my bedroom was a closet right off the kitchen. They converted it to a bedroom. No, no,
1: you're talking about, tell them, literally a closet.
0: Literally, no, literally a closet. It wasn't as
2: small as a closet. It right, was you're not a closet. making a comparison. No, it this was was is the real a deal. Closet.
0: Real, do, real deal. Yeah. And well, What did you
1: sleep on in that closet?
0: On a, 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 a youth mattress on the floor. Stuck in the corner, but which is more interesting, at the head, where my head would be, because I used to look to look at the window. They had a little window in there with a black shade on it at night. There was a 50, I mean a 50, a five gallon drum of kerosene that my father used to go down two stories to the basement to fill it, and that was the kerosene that heated the house. Hmm. So, and that's why I think I'm brain dead, because that kerosene. <laughs> <laughs> that, that kerosene, bloop, 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 and the the, the smell, oh. and they talk about you know the environment.
1: <laughs> well, you know, pe- people don't realize. I mean, I uh, lived through that era. I was fortunate enough not to get sick, but I had, I did have a scare in the in the nineteen fifties, the polio scare. You think the coronavirus is
0: oh my God, is yeah.
1: out of control? This polio thing uh, attacked kids, and uh, you know they would show you pictures. You know, there was no. Uh, th- Television was just being born at the time. Right. But uh, in the papers every day, you see these little kids and these huge iron lungs. Oh if you don't God. know what an iron lung is, it scares you just to look at it.
0: Yeah, it's like, I mean, a, didn't have like a giant fact, beer can with your head sticking out of it. No yeah, way. the iron
1: lung was the yeah. size of a, a friggin' torpedo. I right. mean, it was huge.
0: And you and they uh, put you in there for, if you had respiratory. Thank God I didn't have respiratory. Oh
1: my God! Yeah, well that aided you in, uh, uh, you know, to, to, to breathe.
0: Yep, yeah, uh, that did. But well, I, I the I Rockefeller see, yeah. daughter was there, you know. The Rockefeller was in that, his his daughter, Nelson oh, really? Rockefeller's daughter, mm-hmm. got it with me. Yeah. Oh
2: my She's God. What?
0: Yeah, no. She but that's alive. what I was saying. You know, here, the, we're panicking, and we all anybody with any intelligence realizes we have a flu virus every year, and it's already killed more people than this ever did.
1: Oh, it uh, doesn't even compare. Yeah. to sixty thousand people
0: dead already.
1: You died of the flu.
0: Of, that's a year. This that's yeah, this year, year so far, yeah. and the interesting thing they now they said that this flu vaccine that you gave they gave is not a fact uh, attacking the virus so it was useless.
1: But, well, that last year the uh, flu vaccine was twenty seven percent effective. I, I just looked that up today. This year's uh, flu vaccine is forty five percent effective. I don't know about you, but I've never had a flu vaccine in my life.
0: Well, I, I never just, did. I never had the flu. I don't flu. want to take
1: them. Mm, wow. Yeah, I haven't had. Oh, I think since the 80s. Well, I, mean, I, this, can't, I, I don't even, can't even recall when I had it. Watch, I'm going to go outside after the show. I'm going to get hit by a bus.
0: Oh, oh no, don't say that. Well, there's no, you, do you know why you're not? Because there's no bus on your block. <laughs>
1: exactly. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I, I could get run over by a deer. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's
0: more likely. Make it a two legged one, though, please.
1: But anyway, I had a scare. <laughs> uh, I scared the hell out of my parents during this uh, polio e- uh, epidemic. I would be walking along, minding my own business, and my legs would give out.
0: Did Whoa. you have that? Yeah, that's how I... Wait a minute. Well, that's what happened to me. My left well, side of my body. Bike, not riding walking, a bike, no. Walking
1: along the street, my legs would just give out, and I would hit the pavement.
2: Literally. Oh, my
0: goodness.
1: So I never told you this, Johnny? No. Yeah, they brought me. I forget where they brought me. I was like six years old. I forgot uh, whether it be an emergency room or a doctor's office. I, I don't recall. And uh, I went home and it kept on happening for two or three days and it went away, whatever the hell it was.
0: Wow. It just went away. You're lucky. Cause that's but those were ha- your symptoms w- also. Well, my symptoms on, on, the, on August 5th, my left, my left leg would just give way, and fall down. Wow. So my yeah. mother took me, my father's gave him some when he's got cramps or something, who knows. And, <laughs> me. and so my mother snuck me to this clinic on the 5th and on the 7th, as I was saying, I heard conversation in my kitchen with my mother, and my mother started crying. They opened the door of my closet, and there's two guys in white suits. They had a paper from the New York Medical to pick me up. I had polio. Oh
1: my God. And you had no idea what was going on.
0: I had no idea. In fact, How- they brought a little stretcher up, and the aha always was so narrow. narrow. The one guy picked me up from under the arms. I wouldn't mm-hmm. weigh much, I was a little kid. Right. And they carried me all the way down the stairs. Oh with me gosh. holding on to my mother's hand, she couldn't even follow them down. And then they t- they took me to Bellevue. She filled out all the papers.
1: That's the last you saw of her. How right. did
2: they test for that?
0: I don't know. No? I don't know. I mean, it was yeah, a virus. I, I don't recall either. So I don't think that was a test. No. But the, then no, how would
2: they, they, they determine? Just symptoms. the symptoms? Right.
0: Well, like they know this is a virus, Right. but there's no cure. There's a test for it. Mm. So... That's what well,
1: you're going to find a lot more people coming down with this that already have it. that don't know they have it. Right. Well, there's Once a couple tested, that were
0: incubated and they had it. Now they test them. Now that it's gone already. Really? Because they quarantined themselves. And this right here, upstate New York.
1: You know, 97% of people who get this virus are going to recover. Yep. 97%. It's more the older and, generations, and, and,
2: correct, well, are uh,
1: more at risk. Old people, uh, you know, uh, uh, pre-existing illnesses, right. things. Those are the people who are who, who are at risk. If you're in good shape, you're fine. Right. And and now the stock market panics.
0: Oh my God, I know.
1: I That's mean. But
0: uh, I mean, you know, I feel bad about it. all these people with their 401ks in their retirement. Some of those 401ks are 50 percent of the value it was. In the beginning of the year, lost what three thousand points? Or
1: I don't even want to look at mine. I have two four hundred one ks. One I already cashed. Uh, that um, uh, it, once you start cashing it, it's it's frozen. So uh, I was fortunate that I'm, uh, but I, I'm going to go through that probably next year. And the one I, I have from school is you, in, in this last week. I'm I a bit afraid to look, but I, probably as you say, at this point in time, I probably lost half of it.
0: Oh my yeah, God! Yeah, but I I, I watch uh, like uh, you know I, I watch a lot of business news, not that I have any business, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. And they uh, they said just hang on, it'll come back. Yeah,
1: oh, yeah absolutely. That's gonna you know, uh, they p- people failed to realize that in two thousand and eight, we lost twenty percent of the stock market's value. That's three times what we've lost today.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. And
1: everybody seems to forget, uh, but p- people tend to forget. Yeah. You know, and it it everything rebounds. Everything will be fine. Cool out, relax, have a cigar, have a little Don Corleone vodka. <laughs> Just take it easy.
0: But, you know, I think seriously, and I, I I said it earlier, I think if it wasn't an election year and the Democrats spinning this, that's who's spinning it. I mean...
1: Oh, well, every, everybody's spinning it. I, I, but yeah, they, yeah,
2: everybody's but they, panicking they about it.
0: No, but they I'm like, saying, but, you know, even when he said about... about and look how smart he was in not letting the Chinese in. Everybody, so he's being prejudiced by Chinese. No. Hello. Now nobody you know, wants to let anybody in.
1: It's <laughs> funny you should talk about Chinese. We've got one Chinese restaurant around here. I don't live in a metropolis. I mean, there's one Chinese restaurant. Right. And it's always crowded because there's one Chinese
2: restaurant. Right. Uh,
1: but they also have Japanese food there. And I, I love sushi. And I, I'm there at least once a week. Place is always crowded. Empty. And oh, the,
2: that's such a well, shame! It's
0: happening it's here. It's stupid.
1: These are Chinese Americans. They're born here. <laughs>
0: uh, but la- last Sunday, I went down to Mulberry Street. Some friends of mine were there. Mulberry Street was jammed. The great sun- Last Sunday was a great sunny day. Yeah. yeah. One block over, a Am- mott, there was nobody. Yeah. The restaurants are all empty. The supermarkets are closing early, and like you say, it's a stigma. It's yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Did you hear about I, I, that
1: guy in, on a, on a New York City subway that got sprayed with Febreze a couple of days ago.
2: Wait, no. What was that about?
1: Oh, I read it in the Daily News. I get it online. Uh, some some uh, uh, Asian guy is sitting on a train, minding his own business, and some nut on the subway took offense to this Asian guy because he's on a subway in an enclosed area. He had a spray bottle of Febreze. That's a fabric softener.
0: Right, I know. Yeah, that's, know, that's yeah. not gonna kill and any bacteria.
1: This guy from head to toe
0: made him smell good, anyway.
1: Well, <laughs> true, and and his and his, his clothes must have been very cuddly, soft. Yeah, oh, right. there you go. I'm too. but I mean, this is obviously no, the guy. Gonna... There was something wrong with this no, guy. of course. But but still, there are there are you know. I also saw uh, uh, pictures on the news video of seemingly normal people charging through Walmart, scooping up every possible thing they can get. They're pushing each other out of the way. Yeah, why uh, are
2: people panicking over toilet paper? I've seen I was that just recently. Ask,
1: I was just going to ask
2: you that. How is that going <laughs> to, I don't know. Are they afraid that stores are going to close down? They're not going to have enough? Well, That's that, the one they thing said, they need. I mean,
0: on some of the news, they were saying even the drug stores don't have vitamin C anymore. I walked around the corner, the shelves are full. Mm. I mean, they're, they're telling... Well, maybe,
1: them to, maybe certain neighborhoods. Perhaps.
0: Well, they're setting get, get two weeks' supply of food yeah. and stuff and But drinks. it's
2: these people fighting over giant packs of toilet paper. I'm like, how is this going to prevent you?
0: I, I've
1: been trying to figure that out. I have no idea. Yeah, I've seen that. I an answer for anything. Okay. We, we can
0: get no idea. about it. But I mean. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've also seen that um, you know, packs of hand sanitizer on Amazon are going for like $200. I know. Like, is it that? Is yeah. is it really that urgent?
0: No, but you can make it. They On the Today Show, they showed you how to make it. How to yeah, make uh, it? Oh, my gosh. Lanolin, yeah. water. Yeah, it's three ingredients. Alcohol. And alcohol. But
2: it's crazy how we get, it's even listed on Amazon at like $200 but, a little tiny bottle. Well, they, but was seeing, saw,
1: I looked the other day for face masks just for the hell of it. 100 face masks, $5,000.
2: Oh, my what? gosh.
1: As of the day before yesterday, Amazon took off any uh related items there's nothing there anymore what? no sanitizers no face masks no rubber gloves nothing it's gone
2: oh because of goodness. that prices right.
1: are being got five thousand no they're not allowed to do that For five thousand dollars i would mug the lone ranger and take his mask Right? <laughs> aren't
2: people saying that I buying mean, really. face masks isn't even going to do no, anything it
1: isn't, it isn't even effective unless you're sick and don't want to don't even, want to yeah, spread, spread it, it. and, and even then that's a stretch i mean these are these are airborne viruses they can get through practically anything
0: yeah, but the other thing too, though, uh, I remember when they, they had all of those um, Katrina and all those floods, when those stores were jacking everything up, they got hit by the federal government for taking advantage of of a uh, yeah, yeah, of a sure. dire
2: situation.
0: Yeah, that
1: happens. You know, every hurricane season, uh, you know, gas goes up four times what it's worth. Wood to uh, yeah, batten better, down your house yeah. quadruples in price. That's Proust. Gouging, uh, that's against the law, right?
0: Right.
1: You know, uh, right. F- federally, it's not a state law; it's a it's a, it's a federal law.
0: But, but you two, uh, you, you two, except and, our listeners, of course. Mm-hmm. But you two and some of our listeners know that. Well, I, I'm into numerology,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I, I I went to the hospital when I was going on seven on August seventh, and just when I'm thinking about the coronavirus. This is another epidemic. 70 years later. <laughs> yeah, wow. Is that weird? 70 years later, I'm, I'm experiencing a situation, you know, at, at the age of six and a half, I learned the definition of the biggest word I ever saw in my life called quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And And now it's a whole other situation, but you know, it's,
2: between then and now, what else have you guys experienced? Any other epidemics or any other mass chaos scares like this? Well, that, so no, the
0: polio was by
1: far not even close to SARS or the bird flu. Oh, yeah. Or any, okay. Anything.
0: At my uh, time, the, st- the statistic, 2,700 kids died and 43,000 cases in New York. Mm. That's an epidemic. Right. And oh, that's yeah. August of 1949. Mm-hmm. We're not nowhere near that. It's crazy.
1: How about the flu the, the, the uh, flu pandemic of uh, 1918 killed 80 million people.
0: Oh my god. I didn't even know that. Really?
1: Yeah. I read a book uh just devoted to it. Yeah. The, 80 million people it's worldwide.
0: The flu pandemic?
1: Yeah, of 1918. Look it up. They, they, they call it the the Spanish flu.
0: For wow. some reason. It, it it
1: didn't originate in Spain, but for some reason they call it the Spanish flu. For what reason? I've I've forgotten. I read the book a while ago.
0: Mm. But say how many people again? Eighty million. Eighty million.
2: In a span of how? That was just one That's year. That's like half
0: the population of the world.
2: About no, it's a third. A third.
1: Or a quarter. About three years, I believe. Oh, was, okay.
2: Uh, That's still yeah. wow. Insane. A lot of it had
1: to do with uh, with the trench uh, warfare of World War One. Americans got it, and they were uh, they were shipped overseas anyway, mm-hmm. and they started spreading it through uh, Eastern and Western Europe. It was bad. And they didn't have antibiotics then. Yeah. They, you, know, you got it. They, what they were doing to cure these people was bleeding them. You know what that is? Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. no. What is that? Yeah, you, yeah Johnny will, will know what that no, is. No, 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 no. They use either went uh, yeah. uh, leeches
0: yeah.
1: that suck blood out of you, Ooh. or if, if they're not handy, they uh, cut you open.
0: They cut and, your main they, arteries and t- take blood out. And, and they give you protein. Uh, yeah. uh,
1: the alleged, I'm using air quotes here, the diseased blood.
2: Right. Oh, my gosh.
1: I, I mean, it's crazy. It, if, if you've had the pleasure of being sucked dry by a leech. It's I would rather not. What's oh happened to me? Has it? <laughs> Has it? Yeah, you walk through water in Vietnam. You come out with 40 leeches oh my on god. I'm not Pat. exaggerating.
2: And How there's no that way that to deal? get
1: them off except with the uh, head of a uh, lit cigarette. Because if you pull them off, the head stays in and they continue to suck. Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah, you did, oh. I mean, there was no way to escape it. You walk through water, you got attacked by leeches.
0: Oh, that no, sounds it, So if you weren't a smoker, you became one just to protect everybody. To get
1: them off. <laughs> I think that's one of the reasons why I wasn't. But I said, anybody got a cigarette? I mean, they were all over. It was just everybody, you know, we, we look like uh, chimpanzees, you know, pulling stuff off of each other. Right, right, right. And uh, most of it was uh, b- blood sucking leeches. Oh,
2: my god. And, and,
1: and the longer they stay on you, sometimes you have one on your back. You don't know it's there. It'll start out an inch longer. By the time they find it, it's eight inches long. Jeez. And it's your blood. Oh, my gosh. So, oh. but leech uh, bleeding is still used today. It's no, it's not. You know, years
0: ago, years ago yeah. they had them in a barbershop, I remember. What?
1: They had them in a yeah. barbershop
0: in a little glass thing, and they put it on you.
1: Oh, my gosh. Mm. It was supposed to be healthy right. to draw out bad blood, like the leech is going to know good blood from bad blood. Right. You
0: know? mm-hmm. Oh, that mm-hmm. sounds horrible. But you think here we are, you know, like I, I just pointed out, 70 years later, when I was infected with polio, with all the advances in medicine and everything else, I can't believe they can't at least quiet this down. It's affected now, as of today's statistics, 98 countries and territories. But it's not
1: how many countries the virus is in, it's how many people are getting sick and dying, which is minimal. Minimal. This is a very light strain of whatever it is. Right. But, you know, they, they can't treat it because they don't know what causes it. They right. don't have a vaccine for it. So I can understand why, you're, why, why people are upset. You can't go somewhere, get a
2: shot right. in, in your head. You're OK. Some people can't even get tested. They don't have enough test kits in certain. Well, no, they do. They said so. But the well, let say well, everywhere. With yeah. the the government,
1: our government is supposed to be releasing uh, 75 million test kits. OK. Uh, Trump uh, uh, misquoted himself the other day. No way. And said, yep, yeah, they're on their way. They're not even close to being on their way. Oh, my God. You know, uh, I mean, how do you produce all these test kits right. Uh, right. overnight? You don't, you know. Yeah. No, what man. they're saying now is unless you're sure that you have something serious, do not go to an emergency room well, for quite a few reasons. One Hello. of them being you're, you're taking away health care from people who actually need it. Right. And two, you're spreading the disease. Exactly. Stay home, as you said, Johnny. Self-quarantine. No, they're self-quarantine. Quarantine,
0: that's, they saying that's what's right now is the only thing they can advise to do. And, and people are doing it, fortunately. So, well,
1: so, Fortunately, where I live, there are no people. So I
2: don't have a plan. <laughs> Even at universities, they're encouraging residential students to return home.
0: Well, yeah, I can understand. Everybody's where? just got to oh, go where?
2: home. In particular, Fordham. But everybody's oh, from oh. everywhere. So they're just yeah, saying. I hope that happens here. You know, just a couple of days off. Yeah, yeah for the that, next yeah, few weeks, they well, want a lot everybody of the to go the airlines are
0: not flying to certain countries like they're not going to China. They're not going to Japan right now. They're not going. Those places not going certainly to Italy. not.
2: Yes, that's yeah. No, not there. No, I mean, uh, how
0: do but you got to give
1: them credit for trying to get a handle on it. Once again, because they don't know how to treat it, they don't know what causes it. Yeah, so that's why. They, that's why they're taking these measures. Well, I, you if
0: they had would I heard, answer, something, be doing I heard mm-hmm. something Sunday. I thought I'd never hear in a Catholic church. What? Because first of all, it's during it's Lenten season. Abenagila, Lent, 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 Lent? Yeah, no oh. Lent. No, <laughs> 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 no, that's the other guys with the little uh, all right, all beanies all right. on. Havanaghil is Jewish. I know, I know, oh, I, know. Okay. I know.
2: I just was laughing no, at the little that beanies. That's something thought. you would never hear in a church. No, uh, no but the Vatican
0: a, a, a made a statement. A poor statement, attempt at humor, what can
2: I say? Mm. <laughs>
1: but the I'm Vatican read a statement
0: on the altar, which I never thought I'd heard the Vatican say in their life. He said, if, if you're sick, you are discompanied. Uh, what do you call it? It's not a, a sin. sin. Not to come to church. Oh, they're saying <laughs> You're
2: welcome to stay home and say your own prayers.
0: Right, and, and they're plus, handing
2: and they're handing out
0: communion now, right? They're handing it out, yes. And they took all of the holy water.
2: Oh, because everybody dips their, everybody their hands. Out, everybody their dips hands their hands it. in it.
0: And plus, the Pope said, yeah. during the whole Lentil season, including Easter, it will not be considered a sin. I'm saying to myself. Who's this guy he keeps changing the rules? Well, he almost he, – <laughs> he,
2: some people thought he had it at one point. Yeah, oh, yeah, call.
0: last week, for a minute. Yeah, he started coughing and sneezing. Because he visited, what was yeah. it, a
2: group of sick people or something, yeah. and then he started coughing. You
1: know, even if he had it, I, I'm, I'm wondering if they would actually say he had it.
0: Yeah, it would show weakness.
2: That's
1: Yeah, right. I, I'm, I'm suspicious of everything. <laughs> no, I don't trust anything.
0: No, no, bad. Uh, I'm saying here – That's probably a good way to be. How, how – how, how, I, I mean, especially during this season – they're saying, you know, it's, it's okay. Don't come. <laughs> and do, and do, oh, no, no holy water. So all of that coming in, blessings, have you can't do it.
1: Right. Yeah, I'm supposed to be going for Easter dinner at my in-laws. Uh, maybe with any luck, they'll cancel it.
2: With <laughs> any luck. <laughs> yeah.
0: You oh really like gosh. those people. I love it. It's great. Uh, yeah. It's, <laughs> no, but I mean, because, you know, for, for them not to be c- collecting their tidings... <laughs> Yeah, that's
1: that's cash out of their pockets. A today. lot of cash. That's I mean, true. A
0: lot of cash. But uh, so I mean, as we know, even even the building in New York people here, they they put out bulletins of what you should do from the New York Health Department. Mm. So it's uh, they're taking it serious, fortunately. Uh,
2: apparently. I think it's just because of the unknown. You know, oh. yeah, if they, they had exactly the answers, there wouldn't can't be. Can't treat it.
1: They, they can't treat it. Don't know what's causing it. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, Recipe for panic.
0: It's true, mass chaos. So you have some mailbags for us? I do, I have some emails. And you have a cover for my show. Too.
2: I do, so I'll share one from um, Adele about your show. Hiddell says, hello all. I went to see Gianni last night in Niagara Falls. What a great show. Thank you. I was thinking that it would be a rework of the book and or podcast, which would have been great, but was so delighted with your fresh take along with the singing and pictures. I have to say the whole evening I was blinded by Gianni's jewels. Could you please provide some more information (laughs) on what you were wearing that evening?
1: uh, (laughs) Can we say that on the air?
0: No, she, she oh, meant sorry. my real jewelry. Oh Uh-oh. my gosh. No, what I, what I did, I mean, I really went out because I, I, I was an audience most of my life and I always liked walking, looking at the star. The first five minutes, 10 minutes, I would look at his shoes. I've seen guys go on with holes in their shoes. Uncle Winkle. Today, they, that's wardrobe. Mm. I mean, these comics come out with hoodies. So I had a vintage Brioni suit, tuxedo. The buttons on my shirt, were well, four carrots each, emerald cut diamonds, <laughs>
1: real diamonds. Well, uh, you know, now that we don't know who's listening to this. Maybe the next show you're going to get mugged. Boy, no. they going to be? Influenced. Well, he's oh, got no, his no, no.
0: he's
2: got his walking stick with a skull on top. No, Nobody's no, no, going to no mess that. with him now. I was telling,
0: I was telling Megan, I have to thank the whole staff at Mohi at uh, Fallsview Falls Fallsview Casino in, in Niagara Falls. I mean, from the doorman. From when I arrived, the driver, the bodyguards, I had 24 hour bodyguards around me, Len, Pat, whatever. They broke up the shifts. They watched me like a hawk. And in fact, I was getting, you know, I was with some friends later on at night. I said, Why don't you go home? He said, well, I can't. I said, What are you talking about? He said, God forbid something should happen to you <laughs> on this property. We are liable for you while you're here. We hired you. Mm-hmm. And I didn't look at that ramification, but yeah. as as it would be, I mean, I'll mention their names because they're friends of mine, and they don't live in this country, but I had a hundred years of good behavior in my audience. The The guy who's the head of the Camorra out of Naples has been living in Niagara Falls. He came to my show. <laughs> what? Well,
1: he, he must have had some bodyguards.
0: Oh, he had a crew with him, yeah. yeah. No, I had a hundred years of good behavior, and then a lot of guys that worked for me Years ago in Vegas, they all came from Buffalo. Jerry Kachi and the Panaro brothers, and I mean, they they all came, which was amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. That's nice. That's that's that must be really nice. No,
0: I, I tell you, it was uh, what a. I'm still high on it, actually. Good
2: well, that's you. good.
0: Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah.
2: So to finish the question, she said, "Could you please provide some more information on what you were wearing that evening? I would love to know the backstory on your collection." So what else besides the the well, buttons?
0: Well, the the, the the buttons. Then I had. Uh, uh, an unbelievable 14-carat Henry, uh, Harry Winston, mm-hmm. emerald-cut diamond, set in a Bulgari antique 24-carat setting. My cufflinks <laughs> were Fabergé-collected eggs in red because I accent my, this tuxedo with silk-on-silk stripe
2: mm-hmm.
0: with red lining, red hanky, and just all the little accents. And then I had the stage, which you'll see, we're gonna put up some stuff. I did the stage in black em- uh, ebony. Mm-hmm. I had a concert grand nine-foot piano. And to match my wardrobe, I had a burgundy, red, oriental 12, 10 by 12 rug under me. And I sat on a stool most of the time. You, know, you,
1: you just described my house to a T. <laughs> <laughs> That's my living room right there.
2: there
0: so I mean, it was just when I came out, and and after the film clips, which two and a half minutes, that brings me out, and then I had my my old friend before he died, uh, from the Johnny Carson show, Ed McMahon, say, "Here's Gianni.
2: <laughs> oh, that intro was my that's, yeah. That, that was, uh, that I, I was love a good that. part.
0: And that's a, oh that's right. Yeah, I forgot you saw. Oh, that. I've
2: seen it. Yeah. yeah, there was a little montage of clips of you know, current stuff and the TMZ and the news and then it was the old clips of you in various films and right. then it was the Here's Gianni. And that, was, that was so exciting.
0: But it sets the audience up. You know, I have to give Mike, uh, our, our guy, Mike uh, at uh, MXN. Mike Austin. Uh, yeah, at, at XMLA. The editing he did, the footage he found, and then even the credits at the end. I mean, it was so professionally done. I think it shocked people first of all, they didn't know what they were gonna see, and we're taking you to the inauguration. We're taking, I had classic photos, because you talk about, oh yeah, I was with Marilyn, and this, that, and the other. Then we go to Calneva, and it's uh, Buddy Greco, Marilyn and I at the pool, then it's Sinatra, Marilyn and I at the pool. Mm-hmm. So a lot of
1: these pictures had never been seen before.
0: Never. In fact, That's- those pictures were taken by Sam Giancana who had the only camera at Cal Neva that weekend because he wanted to blackmail the Kennedys, Marlon.
2: Oh, my gosh. So, I
0: mean, even the photographer is a legend.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And they were Those the, the least.
1: Those the people who don't know who Sam Giancana was, you may want to tell them.
0: Oh, yeah. Sam G... I forgot people are not connected to the mob as well, <laughs> But uh, Sam G. Conner was the underboss for Chicago under Tony O'Cardo. Tony O'Cardo was always the boss... But he put this guy as a front, and he destroyed it with uh, a good friend of his, called Tony Spalatro, as John Gotti destroyed New York, because of his wildness, and they forgot the laws of this club. It's a a secret organization. Secret Mm -hmm. organization.
2: (laughs) People forget.
0: Yeah, but uh, no, I'm. I'm, I can't say enough about everybody, all the support, Melissa. The I mean everybody at, at Fallsview. Mm-hmm. The sound people, even Brett. I mean, you made me sound like you can't believe. When you hear this, you're gonna say, "Wait a minute, was <laughs> that guy?" Yep, exactly. <laughs> and then, and Pat, you what I like about it? On each side of the stage, f- projecting into the balcony. I had a balcony there also. They had a, a, a like a, an eight by ten, of me live constantly. Eight by eight by ten feet. Feet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, feet. Yeah. And then behind me was a full television, a uh, full theater screen showing our clips going along with the story
1: are you going to video this at any time in its entirety for perhaps
0: i did it we've we've
1: been talking about that i (laughs) did it already (laughs) i did it saturday night that's a good thing i thought of it then yeah (laughs) (laughs) right yeah i thought of it retroactively
2: so what do you think is gonna is gonna come of that
0: what i want to do right now i want to create a sizzle reel and send it all out to buyers that I know. Mm -hmm. I want to keep doing the show. It only keeps branding us better. And all the accolades, I I think it's worth seeing. People are telling me to do it. And I'm gonna do it. I'll have it done probably with knowing Mike. He'll have it done in a week.
2: Great. Amazing. And we'll put
0: clips up to support, you know, even on our website for Hollywood Godfather. Go, Go join, subscribe. and you'll be getting these little excerpts from the show.
1: uh, Good. I can't wait to see it. Fantastic. Perfect.
2: All right, well, going along with the same thing, you want me to read my next message about the show? Oh, yeah, please. All right, so the next one's from Gloria. Gloria said, I had the pleasure of seeing your show in Niagara Falls on March 7th. Even knowing most of your story already, it was completely fascinating and so well done. How did you choose what to include and what not to include in this little over-an-hour show? Truly amazing.
0: Well, you know, it's a, the casinos basically told me what they wanted. And if you're going to work in a casino, give them what they want. Mm-hmm. They said, Johnny, we don't want nobody in the room more than an hour and 15, 20 minutes. We've got to get them to play. Right. So I designed a, a show that didn't include a lot of negativity in my life. And I kept referring to it like I did, you saw it too. When I was talking about Dolores Barone and I left the hospital in five years. I said, but you're gonna have to get the book to find out how I got out.
2: <laughs> yeah, you gotta leave a and little more. I kept more. leaving
0: these, these little tidbits. And people, leave I Leave mean, them wanting more. Exactly. So I, I wanted to put everything that was entertaining mm-hmm. and, and give you the, the, the key tidbits. Like when I opened, I said, you're gonna find out how Marlon Brando became my only acting teacher, and you did.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: How Frank Sinatra was my only singing teacher, and you did. I take them to Sinatra's house. A film clip, it's crazy. And, and how we got drunk that third night, and he's telling me all about Ava Gardner and he's crying. And he, he taught me, you know, all the way.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, all those kind of things. Nobody has this stuff. And then we went right to Pablo Escobar in his compound. We got footage of it. Wow. And how I got out of it. I mean, people are saying, like, oh, well, I kept hearing from the stage. You could hear a pin drop.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: 1,500 people.
2: That's amazing.
0: Wow. Ooh. Ah, uh-huh. <laughs> I took the right to this, but it was six months I've been working on it, so it was a, a, I'm so happy about it, and I'm so, I thank all of you who were there, and spread the word, man, I want to do more of it.
2: Yeah, and we'll make sure to get the word out there so everybody is aware of when and where you'll be. Yep. Coming Absolutely. up soon? Yep. All right, so to move on to other questions, not Please. about the show, the next one is from Gina. Una says, Gianni, besides Carlo, who would you say is your favorite character in The Godfather? How about yours, Pat?
1: i tell you, anything that uh, Al Pacino does, uh, I like. I, you know, Brando, is, is Brando he's, he's an icon. But you got to remember that Pacino was just starting out, that he did one other picture, Panic! and Needle Park, before right, that. Right. But I, I think uh, he was the best out of that picture. I, I admire him, uh, you know, uh, the most.
0: Well, I had a front row seat to watch him transition from being that soldier at my wedding and turning into Michael.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: At the, at the the genius that he was as a crime okay. figure. Yeah. I mean, it was amazing. And treacherous. Quietly treacherous. Right. Like, like you know, the new Showing the
1: transformation so subtly. Right. Like he, he, he doesn't scream. He doesn't yell. I mean, he hollers at his wife once. But, I mean, he just transitions naturally, you don't even recognize it until you're looking at a monster. Right, Mm
0: -hmm. and that's like some of the real old guys, guys, man. He had to study some old, real men, because I knew a lot of them like that, fortunately, you know. Carlo Gambino was that way, Frank Costello was that way.
1: Never raised their voices? Never. Rarely, anyway?
0: Never, never, in Hmm. fact, I was with a guy one time and he told the guy to come, come over here, and the guy thought he was like even afraid to go over. And he whispered in his ear, and whatever he said, the guy started crying. Oh my god! <laughs> no yelling, no nothing. <laughs> and then as he was leaving, he said, "Make sure you get your affairs in order, so your your wife gets it, all your things." <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's I mean, I think a, a, a subtle threat mm-hmm. without yelling and screaming, you're in control. That's what's scary. You're that controlled. And he yeah. did it. He did it. Well, who
1: is it that said, maybe you know, Johnny, a subtle threat with a gun is better than a subtle threat alone. Oh, yeah. A gangster um, said that. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember who. who
0: said that.
2: Some gangster.
0: Right. I, I use one that everybody says, you get nervous. And I said, the only time I've ever been nervous, when a guy had a gun in his hand, and his hand was shaking because I knew he wasn't a pro. <laughs> yeah, right. That's true. Uh-oh.
2: <laughs> oh, that's crazy. All right, next one. Please. Next one's from Michael. Michael says, Gianni, it's clear you've worked with many actors over the years. Out of all the films and television shows you've done, who was your favorite co-star to work with?
0: I have to say, I mean, I had a lot of fun with Brando mm-hmm. and Godfather 1, and then we went on to do The Freshman with Michael. Uh, um, Broderick? Uh, yeah, Wait, no, yeah. No, no. No, what's it's, his name? What's his name? Uh, Broderick. Is, is He's married to that lady. Uh, you threw me Matthew Broderick. Ma- Matthew, Matthew Broderick. Matthew, yeah, okay. Matthew Broderick. Okay. So it was Broderick. Yeah. So it was Matthew it was, Broderick. No, yeah, it was Matthew okay. Broderick. And, and Bruno Kirby. That was a fun movie to do. And so I have to say, him. And, and a name I'm going to throw out to you now that I did a TV movie that was produced by Tom Selleck and his wife when they were doing the 90 minute movies. And I co starred with James Colburn. And I always loved James Colburn because he was like a Bond guy to me, mm-hmm. you know, with martial arts, all that stuff. And we did a movie, uh, and he, he was a great guy. To, to what me. was the
1: movie? Do you remember the title?
0: You know, I don't. It's so crazy. I, I always forget that that movie. It was so long ago, but it was such a great, great movie. And I'll tell you, co-star, I hated, and uh, I can't say it on the radio, but I hated, and I hated him so much, I was with him. The night he died, I made sure I was there. and this guy is um what was his name? Um, he did Miracle Man," and then he went on to do uh, uh we did we did the first arc of um a big TV series for for Stephen Cannell. I I'll, think I'll, I'll, I'll tell you his name in a second, but he got affected early on with AIDS, mm. and he thought it was very funny affecting women, knowing he had it. Oh, no. And he affected a very close friend of mine, Corbett Monica's daughter, who was a stand-up comic. Yeah, I, know, in, I remember In him. New Jersey. And this rat ha- came and, and, and called me. He was in the Beverly Hills Hospital. He was dying. He wanted it wasn't to wasn't Dirk Rambo, was it? No, 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 no. Um, I'm gonna. T- I, I, anyway, this guy I went to see him and he was like eighty pounds. And I said, What do you want to see me for? Are you crazy? I should choke you out right here. <laughs> you how many effect, how many women did you affect? Said, oh, they were C's anyway. I don't want to say no. Now. I wanted to put a pillow over his face. And fortunately, he went into cardiac arrest and died right in front of me. So I got my pleasure anyway.
2: Oh my
1: goodness. Uh, how did uh how did you that Ray Sharkey.
0: There? His name was Ray Sharkey. Oh, Ray
1: Sharkey. Yeah, he was in uh, Wise Guy, the television
0: Yes, Yeah, that was my television job. That was oh, me you. Heard, and a, him and I played brothers. Are you crazy? It's the Steelgrave Brothers. Oh,
1: I, I, I recall it when it was on. That was the late 70s, early 80s, yes. if I recall. Yeah. You,
0: exactly. were in,
1: uh, you were in Wise Guy. You know, that's the reason why they couldn't call Goodfellas Wise Guy, because the name was already taken. They were exactly. afraid it was going to get confused with, thug, with the TV series. Oh, really? So, so
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ray Sharkey and I played the, the Steel brothers. We were brothers in that thing. Oh, we, oh we did man, we
1: used to watch that when I was a kid. Well, we did
0: the, the first six episodes, yeah. first six hours. All right. Wow. That was a very popular show. Oh, my God, was it ever. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, that's crazy. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> that's a name out of the past. All right, well, I think that's it for today. What do you think? Oh, great,
0: perfect. Well, as we always say at the end of the show, thank you all. Please tell people. We need more subscribers. We want to stay on the air. We want to broaden our audience, but we do appreciate all of you and continue watching, listening. We're going to have so many more things. We got a, a super guest being groomed, well-known writer, author, attorney, and he he'll be on. When do you think, Pat?
1: Well, I'm just uh, I just started his book today. Uh, I should finish it in a week, and then he and I will formulate questions, and you you will get involved and. I say within a month.
0: Perfect. Very yeah. good. But see, we, as, as you you know or don't know by listening to us, we've been encouraged to bring guests on, but we can't find anybody that 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 interesting or let me say more interesting than us <laughs> right, right now. Right now, we're on an ego trip.
2: <laughs>
1: well, you know this this is this is an uh, an audio medium, and you, you know you you don't have to speak the King's English, but you have to know how to tell a story. Right. right. That's, that's important, telling a story. And th- those guests like that are hard to find. Yep. Johnny's right.
0: That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good night, everybody. Thank you. God bless you.
2: And we'll hear you next good week. week. And we'll good night, everybody. see you
0: next Bye-bye. week. If you're feeling sad and lonely, there's a service I could render. I'm the one who loves you only. I could be so warm, so tender. Call me. Don't be afraid. You can call me. Maybe it's late, but just call me. Tell me and I'll be wrong oh, When it seems your friends you
2: Thank you for tuning in to the Hollywood Godfather podcast. You can contact Gianni Russo, Patrick Picciarelli, or myself with your questions and comments through the contact section of our website, hollywoodgodfatherpodcast.com. You can also call and leave us a message at 646-776-3038. Regarding Gianni's motivational speaking appearances, you can visit his website, giannirusso.com. You can also visit amazon.com for a listing of books Patrick Picciarelli has written. Remember to follow us on Instagram at HollywoodGodfatherPodcast, as well as leave us a review on iTunes. If you'd like to know what you like about what we're doing, what you'd like to hear in the future, and anything else you might suggest to improve our podcast. Most importantly, hit the subscribe button. We'll be back next week with stories of the mob and Hollywood, as well as answers to your emails and voicemails. Good night.